5403 Productions presents The Strut with Chili, TD, and Info Joe. TD, Info Joe, Teal Nation, Strut Nation. Welcome to 54 minutes of the two in a row. Shots good to go. Defense is tackling everyone. You sip Joke Cola, we savor a fine Bordeaux. You can't throw on Fletcher. Your offense will end up in a stretcher. Jared Brown's afterburner, be a quick learner. Juan Powell hits, bring on the blitz. Give the other coaches fits. This poetry is as good as it gets. If you don't like it, I don't give a care. 234 Hut, you're listening to The Strut. Tonight's episode title brought to you by the Alumni Association, TD and Info Joe is, Brooks Stadium was actually built for football. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. I uh, hope you're, uh, the week, the early week has been great since the Sunday Strut dropped. And, uh, and uh, coming to you live here from the corner of 9th and Collins in downtown Conway. So go ahead, mark your bingo card, Chili. I'm not playing bingo this week. I think yeah, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't get a card. I don't think this week. Oh, okay. All I'm right. I'm gonna mess with you in different ways this week. All right, I got you. Well, hey, then fine then. Hey, welcome <laughs> into another edition of the Strut Podcast. Georgia State week, short week, Thursday night, ESPN 7:30. It's a whiteout. The Strut Podcast dubbed these uniforms the icy whites a couple years ago when they debuted them up at Boone. If you don't believe us. Go back. You're welcome to do the research chronologically, and uh, and and you'll see these three guys right here are the ones that dubbed it the icy whites. So, with that being said, gentlemen, since Sunday, how's your early week going? Short week, Joe Cashin. Short week. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. Of course, had the had the coaches show last night, and uh, had a number of good guests on there. Coach Beck, of of course, was with his staff. He couldn't. Uh, with the short week, and I, I talked to him today that, you know, you can hear that on our radio pregame tomorrow. I asked him, I said, Coach, do you like a short week to kind of get it out of the way and, you know, not have to play on Saturday? You can watch and get another day. And his 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 word, his answer was no. <laughs> no, they got a lot to get in. They got a lot of work to get in in a very short amount of time. It's a very good quality, you know, three and no opponent coming in. So, of course, I had the show last night and Try to get my you know my chart all done today, and here we are recording tonight, and uh, head up and over and get ready to kick it off tomorrow, at which will probably be tonight when by the time this drops. That's right, that's mm -hmm. right. Tilly, how was your, how was your early week since the Sunday strut dropped? It's it's been good. I mean, it's um like Joe, I agree with you. It's, on the short weeks, um, it just really seems like you're trying to cram what usually is what I guess five days for us into about two or two and a half or three, mm -hmm. we're still prepared, but I mean, I'm still not coaching a football team either on a short week after a big home win, but 
I feel pretty good about it. I feel good about what we're seeing on social media about what our fans are saying and what the school's putting out there. City of Conway jumping in again to help, you know, get the spirit going inside the stadium. It's wide out. They got the towels, all that good stuff. I, I feel pretty good about who's beginning to pitch in to help create that atmosphere in the stadium and who's showing up. But last week's attendance was 18,116, which is, which is really good. Mm-hmm. All things considered, we're playing an F. And this is not a knock on Duquesne, but I mean, it's just not a sexy opponent. But at the same time, we had a really good turnout. And it's an ESPN Thursday night game at Brook Stadium, wide out. I mean, that's just, that's going to be fun. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a, a, we hope it's an electric crowd. We know it can be. We've seen some Thursday night magic on ESPN versus Sunbelt opponents. Uh, and uh, so, and we owe these boys something, right? We've never beaten them in Conway. I know that's going to be touched on in Joe's uh, pregame and Chili some of your pregame as well. Um, but I know I kind of stole a little bit of thunder, but that's out there. I mean, for those who know, look, we have not beaten these not, not beaten these boys in in Conway, and um, and this is Grayson. You know, remember Grayson wasn't playing the last time they came to Conway, so a uh, little bit of Georgia Southern esque last year where easy, easy. you know a little georgia southern-esque i know that's going to get chili lathered up god i don't want to go too early td i got next saturday uh, for georgia look, southern. Look, like, like, like good early. coaches will tell you don't peak too soon we got something we got business to take care of tomorrow night and uh it's a little different business and we'll get into that here in a second but this is let's, not your georgia state team the last few years well let's hope our offense can eat up a lot of real estate tomorrow yes Yes. A lot of real estate because Dan signed Realty, CCU class of 2001, and Dan signed at Dunes Realty Sales is Realty Done Right, 128 Atlantic Avenue, Merle's Inlet. You can see them on the web at www.dunes.com. You can call toll-free 888-889-9312. That's 888-889-9312. Dan signed at, Dan, at Dunes Realty Sales. Blech. Easy for you to say, right? News Realty Sales. Realty done right. See Dan sign. Hey, Dan, I know he listens to this. I saw him with the tailgate, alumni tailgate last week. We're going to get it right, buddy. We are. Uh, but hey, We're going to get it right. But, hey, he is an absolute great supporter, as as many of our sponsors are, as many of our listeners are. He's part of Strut Nation, Teal Nation. He's, uh, he's a fanatical uh, strutty, and uh, we're very appreciative of his support and others that we will talk about on the show. So, Chili, as you do so magically, wonderfully – can you lay out and wonderfully is exactly how lay, I like describe can, my own can self. You, uh, can you lay the road ahead of us when it comes to Georgia State? Give us the background info, brother. Georgia State. Uh, so true story. I Googled Georgia State like I do for everybody's opponent. I like seeing different sites come up and having different sources for my information. I don't want to just pick Wikipedia and roll with it. But TD, Nexus of Information, Joe, when I Googled Georgia State, this quote came up. And here's the, it's a review. Here's what the review said. And I mm. quote, overall, comma, Georgia Stat is a great academic school. End of Georgia quote. Stat. Yeah, they Georgia Stat. State. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's fine, fine Google review work there. So some of their famous graduates include Ludacris, of whom I'm a big fan, hey, NFL Luda. player Will Lutz. Julia okay. Roberts attended Georgia State but did not finish like most graduates. Uh, Joe, do you remember Ray Stevens? Ray Stevens. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, he's Ray a, Stevens, as in like the squirrel? No. Yes. 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 He's a graduate. Oh, man. One member of Collective Soul, 
and one member of the Zach Brown band, all graduates. Georgia State's motto, TD, I know you're into uh, school mottos. Georgia State's motto is truth shall overcome. That's inspiring. Mm. Mm. TD, their mascot's name is Pounce. Look out. Pounce. Pounce. Pounce going to get you. Okay. All right. All right. So far on the season, football is 3-0. They had a win over Rhode Island, 42-35. UConn, 35-14. 41-25 over Charlotte and the Fighting Biff Pogies. In the Sun Belt, they are number three overall in total offense and number 11 in total defense. Marcus Carroll is their leading rusher with 359 yards and seven touchdowns. Darren mm-hmm. Granger has passed for 803 yards and six touchdowns. Robert Lewis is the leading receiver. He has 17 catches for 347 and four touchdowns. Defensively speaking, Joe, John Trey Hunter, leading tackler with 21 total tackles and two forced fumbles. They have amassed for eight quarterback sacks. Gavin Pringle, two interceptions on the year. Mm-hmm. And their kicker, Liam, Liam Rickman, has not missed a kick at all so far this year. Gilly, here's a random fact for you. Their kicker lives, he grew up outside of Atlanta. He still lives at home, and he drives 50 minutes in and 50 minutes out every day. When I was watching the Charlotte game, the Rhode Island game, um, they touched on how he's, he's an excellent kicker, right? He can boom it. But he drives, he still lives at home. Pretty cool, neat store, but he still lives at home and drives in 50 minutes one way, 50 minutes home in the afternoon every day. The every commuting day. kicker. The commuting kicker of Georgia State. There you go. Joe. I had known that before. I could have worked that into the rap somewhere. <laughs> Man, I, I, I messed up. I should have told you. <laughs> Joe, from inside the headset up up top. Hey, wait a minute. I got I to tee Joe up here. Joe. The best thing about playing Georgia State at home is you're not behind home plate. That's exactly right, Bubba. <laughs> That's exactly right. The worst day. Does that make you safe at college football? Huh? Oh, man. Does that make you safe at home? <sighs> the worst vantage point in all of college football is Center Park Stadium, the Georgia State Panthers' home field. It's just <laughs> it's so ridiculous. For those that don't know, I am uh, not. I am not. Uh, I'm not we're not up. there. We're not there in this uh, game. We're not I know there that, but hey, game, but so. Joe, for, for those that don't know that are new to this podcast, the new Strutties, I'm not making this up. At Center Park Stadium in Atlanta, the booth for the opposing team to call the game is literally behind the old home plate there, and it looks at like a weird angle downfield. It's a vertical view. Total vertical it's a view. Total vertical view. It's a vertical view. I mean, you don't, I mean, you're in the back. You know, back corner of the end zone, the old skip carry booth, you know, with the old Atlanta Braves. But we're not there. So but we have a great there. vantage point of where we are at Brooks Stadium in Benton Field. So this is such a fascinating matchup, right? I mean, six matchups in, six games in, and the home team has never won. I expect a lot of points in this game because typically the winner scores a lot of points. You know, the only time anybody scored less than 30 was the first time we played in 2017. And those teams are offensively challenged. You know, Marcus Carroll at one time was committed to Coastal. He was. And uh, I, I I can't remember what the story was. Something happened, I think, in there. Some I, I'm not exactly sure, but he wound up flipping and going to Georgia State. He's kind of he's kind of bided his time because you know, behind guys like Jemias Williams and Tucker Gregg, a couple of really good running backs they've had you know, in the last few years. But uh, Carroll's played awfully, awfully well. You know, he he comes in as the number, let's see, what is it, number 
three rusher in the Sun Belt Conference, and he leads. Mm-hmm. He's number two in scoring overall, forty-two points on the season. So he's going to be he's going to be a handful to uh, to deal with. Darren Granger is off to just a fabulous start. Hometown boy, you know, hometown kid right here. Played great last time they came here. You know, forty-two to forty, Georgia State won it. He is, uh, as Chili mentioned, six touchdowns, no interceptions. He's the Sun Belt Player of the Week. Coming out of that Charlotte game, he threw a 97-yard touchdown pass to Robert Lewis in that game. Mm-hmm. They, they, I mean, they come in with their best record after three games ever. They've never been, you know, three and zero. So they, uh, they're, they're, they're coming in here hot. They're feeling pretty good. You know, I, I remember talking with Sean Elliott, Lane Harris, and I talked with Coach Elliott back at Sun Belt Media Days back in late July, and we're just kind of sitting there, you know, Coach. I mean, what? You know, what What did you have to do? You know, they had a tough year last year, right? I mean, they had a tough season. What did you have to do between, you know, in in the time between season ended and then, you know, as we were approaching kickoff there in late June, in, uh, in late July, and he said, he's looking at us said, we had to get uncomfortable. We had to go places that we didn't want to go. We had to get out of our comfort zone. We had to get uncomfortable. And whatever they did, you know, at least through the first three games, it certainly paid off for them. Now, they didn't look like world beaters against Rhode Island, for sure. That was our opening game on a Thursday night. That was the night before we went to UCLA. I remember sitting there watching that and going, man, these guys are kind of shaky a little bit out there. I mean, they just they really can't slow Rhode Island down, even though they were moving and scoring a lot. And I think Carroll had almost 200 yards rushing in that game. But uh, Yep, he did. The last two games, I mean, they just they they you know they beat up on UConn and as you know Chili mentioned the, the fighting Biff Pogies went down on their home field last week. Charlotte looked, I mean, uh, Georgia State looked pretty good against Charlotte, so they come in three and zero. They're feeling pretty good. A lot of the chatter that you see in here, one of the mm. big storylines, obviously surrounding this game, is Chad Staggs is the defensive coordinator. Not you know I, I've. You know, I, Chad Staggs loved Coastal. He loved it here. I, I'll not say a bad word about him. You know, I mean, people like to beat up on on the defenses that we had here. They want to point out that, you know, Jamie took a bunch of guys to Liberty, but he didn't take Chad. So be it. That's a coaching business, right? I mean, that, that's how it works. People come and they go and they go different places. Chad loved it here at Coastal, mm-hmm. right? And so now he's coordinating the Georgia State defense. Funny story, too. I mean, I, I think I told you guys this. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but after the bowl game, you know, Chad was headed to Western Kentucky to coach their linebackers. That's right. And I got uh, – and, and I, I want to find her see for this. And when I talk to Sean Elliott, I'm going to ask him about this because I haven't asked him about it yet. I shouldn't. I should do this. I want to find her see. Sean Elliott texted me and said, hey, you got you got Chad Stack's number? And I said, yeah, here it is. A little bit later, a week or so later, guess who's the defensive coordinator in Atlanta? Chad Staggs, right? So I'm good for him. I'm glad he landed on his feet. He's coordinating that defense now. Uh, I, I did hear, you know, in, in, in Coach Elliott's postgame remarks after the Charlotte game that they're okay on they're, they're okay there, but they need to get better in the back end. You know, I think they got a little beaten up by Charlotte on the back end a little bit. But, uh, I, I, you know, I have nothing but respect for Chad Staggs. I know he loved it here, and I'm glad that he landed on his feet there at Georgia State. But, uh, to, you know, to quickly wrap it up, looking forward to this game. Should be a great one. Again, I think a lot of points will be scored. I, I I feel like our guys are ready. Just talking with Coach Beck today, you know, I said, Coach, I mean, what do you think? He said, we're ready. He said, we're ready. I said, well, that's good. And then, of course, you know, I asked him, I said, do you like a short week? And you like getting this game out of the way before, you know, you, you get the game out quickly. And then, you know, you get a, maybe an extra day or two to get ready for Georgia Southern. We're going to be on the road for the next three games. We're going to be on the mm-hmm. road for a while. Right. I mean, this is a this is a crucial, critical game. 
you know, this you know, this game with Georgia State is a crucial game because it's our Sun Belt opener and we won't have another home game, you know, for the next three. But I asked Coach Beck, I said, Do you like getting this thing out of the way? And he his one word answer was no. <laughs> I mean, he just deadpanned it too. I mean, he was just a serious no. I don't like playing an early game, but it's on us. We went down there on early, on an early week last year and won. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a great crowd and uh, a lot of points scored. That's right. And Joe, hey, to, to the one thing I want to touch on too, right from the bat. You know, I've seen some chatter as well on social media. Now I've heard some chatter on some and some podcasts, and I've seen some chatter on some blogs. Who's on them blogs, right? Who's on I always got blogs, who's right? on them blogs. Anyways, I'm happy for Chad. Chad came on this podcast. Chad was a good dude. You can say what you want about his defense. You know, we would highlight some challenges with the defense when he was here, right? We're not going to belabor it anymore than what Joe's already highlighted. That being said, though, I personally think it was a good hire for Georgia State. Here's why. You're Sean Elliott. You get a guy who was at another Sun Belt member who brings the who brings a lot of intellectual capital with him with the Sun Belt East and other teams that they're slated to play this year in the next couple, three years. Why does that matter? Well, he's not starting fresh with defense. And say what you want about his defenses at Coastal, right? They were bend, don't break, and they had a couple times where some 50 burgers were put up, right? All right? That being said, though, from the standpoint of, of what Elliott did, it was a smart hire. It was a smart hire to keep a lot of intellectual capital, experiential capital, in hand. The thing about this, uh, let's touch on this real quick. Let's go to the offense. Everybody knows about Granger. He's a dual threat QB. He has developed and refined his technique, his processing of a defense, and his game awareness since the last three years. He is not the quarterback that we have faced the last three years. He has matured. He's more accurate passer. Also, the other thing is they're using him more in draws than they ever have. They are going to run a shotgun spread, pro-style RPO, like a shotgun pro guy, a pro spread. RPO, they're going to push a fast start. They want to get the running game early. Chili touched on it. They want to get the running game early with Carroll. You know, he's he he's a horse to deal with, right? They're gonna they're gonna lead early with that. They're gonna get some, you know, they're gonna get some RPOs in there. They're gonna get a quick little rollout. Um, they're gonna to try to hit the speed, you know, the speed option game. They're gonna to try to hit the speed uh, passing game, if you will. Um, their core group of receivers are better. And they have been. Matter of fact, that's probably as good a group since two years ago when they came to Conway, honestly, um, when Sam Pinkney was part of that group. And um, so that's something, too. They're going to get to the run game early. They're going to get downhill early. The thing I noticed, too, when they go to any bunch set, gentlemen, if they go to a bunch set of at least three eligible receivers on one side split out. Could be a tight end, two receivers. Could be three receivers. They always run a draw. It happens nine times out of ten. They're going to run a draw or a fake draw, kind of a little pop pass. Not pop pass, but like a little quick pass. So that's something, too, that I'm sure uh, our defense has picked up. Um, defensively, Chad Sags, new D.C. We touched on multiple fronts, mainly three down, two spurs, two high safeties, nickel. Uh, Pringle, the corner that transferred in, he's the real deal. He is a sure tackler. He can get a beat on the ball. He know, He has a nose for the ball when it comes to interceptions and creating turnovers. Outside of that, they have an entirely new secondary except one star from last year who was a safety they moved to corner. Their D-line is more active. That's pretty That's pretty evident of a Chad Staggs defense. If you go back anytime when he was at Charleston Southern to here to where he's at now down in Georgia State, they have a pretty active D-line. They're going to twist. They're going to slant. They're going to stunt. You know, they're going to free up some gaps to get those linebackers and safeties in and be real active on a lot of 
blitzes. Um, one thing, too, is they're more disciplined. The one thing that we talked about the last two years, y'all, they were synonymous with being if you got ahead of them and you got in their head, they got very mouthy, a lot of personal fouls, and they started having a lot of sportsman conduct, uh, uh, sportsman, unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. This is not that team. They are more disciplined under Chad Stacks. For those that don't like Chad, didn't forget it. They are a better team defensively with Chad. Now, I'm going to get to where some of their deficiencies are. The middle third of the field, the same issues we had at Coastal with defending the middle third of the field between the hash marks, 8 to 20 yards is still there. Charlotte, Rhode Island all took advantage of it. Square ends, posts, digs, late drags, all that's going to be there. If And really utilizing the tight end, and we got the tight end going. And remember, we touched on this on Sunday, and I, I kind of teed it up for today. Some sluggo routes, slant and goes, posts, seams, out routes, arrow routes with tight ends. Once you clear it, those are all going to be there. So for us, we have got to do something we have not done against a D1 team yet. We've got to establish the run. If we don't establish the run in this game, it's going to be very challenging for 10 and everybody else to get the play action, the RPOs, and the, and, and the long distance intermediate and fly game down the field going. So... Uh, offensively established run, attack the middle of the field, middle third of the field with tight end slots, the routes. I talked about concept routes of square ends, digs, posts, seams, and also to some switch routes, right? Take a tight end slot guy, get him out by the numbers, bring in the X receiver, get him on the numbers, square him across, open that up, you know, identify the blitz. Chad's going to bring the blitz. The thing about it is Grayson McCall went against Chad's offense the last three years. He's going to know some tendencies. Don't think they're not talking about that. Just like our defense is talking to our, our team about what Chad was doing. That's good. That's game and shit. That's in there. So my key takeaways to wrap it up quickly. Starts up front. We have to have a high-grade O-line play. Our O-line has to grade out high. Get the run game going so we can be very active with play action, screens, attacking the middle of the third of the field, dumping balls over Chad's blitzes. Keep the aggressive defensive calls with the blitz and stunts and the secondary. Pick those up. Win the turnovers. Impactful special team. In this game, there's going to be an impactful special team's play. Who's going to make it? Is it going to be a punt return? Is it going to be a forced fumble or a block punt? That's going to steal a possession in a game, to Joe's point, where possessions are going to be at a premium. Okay, Big plays are going to happen. Who's going to answer? That's one of them. Win the turnover battle, impactful special teams play, and the other keys I touched on offensively and defensively. Quickly, TD, I want to piggyback just uh, for a brief moment on what you mentioned up front offensively. Offensive line in particular. Offensive line graded out at 84% last week with 23 knockdowns. You know, chatting a little bit, texting with Coach Wareheim. He was very pleased with the effort. We got a lot of bodies in there. Zach Elam is a guy who's kind of emerging now, one of those guard spots. He's fighting in there. And he got 31 snaps last week. He looked pretty good. Will McDonald was 97%. I think Zach rated at 83. Uh, you know, Thomas Johnson at 91. You know, had had a lot of guys who graded out highly. Nick Del Grande, 84. Zovon Lindsay at 80%. So our, our offensive line did a really nice job last week. Now, Georgia State is not Duquesne. <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to tell no. anybody that that's the case, right? This is going to be a much bigger challenge in this game, but 
You mentioned the offensive line. I just want to throw some kudos out there for those guys and say, yeah, it's going to start with those guys. Uh, Quick question. Go ahead, Chili. When you get those grades from Coach Wareheim, is is he kind of giving an indication as far as where they feel they're going? Because it sounds like each week you've you've shared it, that they've been trending higher and higher and getting better and better each week. Is that kind of how he feels about it? Yeah, I I think – and talking with Coach Beck too about it, I I think they feel like – you know, we are getting better now. Now, again, the UCLA front, in my opinion, will be the best one that we've seen that we'll see this season, quite frankly. And we didn't grade out all that well out there. Why? Because they are they have I, I think and a number of people think there are multiple NFL guys on that front. And with a young line playing their first game out there together as a unit, some guys who've never started, that was a real challenge for them. Since then. They've gotten better. They got better against Jack State, and they got even better last week against Duquesne. And so hopefully the trend word trending upward, you know, the trend going upward to get better will continue in this game against Georgia State. Gilly, I'll, I'll, I want to add this too, Joe. Thank you for that. And talking with some of the offensive staff, just kind of high level like I do week to week, again, touching base with a couple of them. A couple takeaways for us going to this game too. It's nothing that's not common sense stuff, but again, key takeaways that they're concentrating on. One, conversions in the red zone against a D1A FBS opponent, right? Conversions in the red zone. They are very athletic up front on D-line, to your point, right? What I highlighted, what you touched on, and this is going to be a dogfight. Our team's ready for a dogfight, and that's what they've been talking about all week. This is a dogfight. Can we defend our backyard? Per some of the offensive coaches, that can we defend our backyard? Can we defend our home? Defend our turf, if you will, against Georgia State because we have not done that successfully in any previous try. Can we break that trend? So that's the thing is to add on. You know, just I want to make sure I read some of the the messages back and forth. Some of the offensive staff again, reds. It's it's all it's all common sense stuff, but they're concentrating on red zone conversions, right? Making sure we understand. To your point, Joe, about UCLA. This is, you know, the, the, the D-line, the complexity of Jacksonville State, and a lot of people don't realize that the complexity of Jacksonville State, they brought multiple fronts, multiple concepts when it comes to blitz and coverages and, and, and you know, doing a soft, you know, doing a soft show. of There could be eight or nine in the box, and they back off, and then there's only three in the box. They bring five more. You know, that's something, too, that Chad's not going to be. Chad's going to show you his fronts, but he's, he's going to look up and, and you look up, and, and there'll be a storm blitz. There'll be a cat blitz. You know, there'll be you know there'll be things like that that they come off the edge with. But again, they have soft spots. As much as we love Chad, and he, we, look, he look for all things good, bad, and different, some of the same tendencies still exist there. It's whether or not we can exploit them, right? To not overcook this 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 overview and review of me watching the last three games this year. They've also played against three teams, mind you, three teams that if you look at the rankings from 1 to 133, all three of those teams that they played, not including Rhode Island, so two of the FBS schools, neither one of them are above 100 in overall strength. So I'm not saying it's a gimme putt by no means. However, we have played UCLA, who we said was going to be ranked, and guess what? They're ranked. Jacksonville State is going to push – Liberty, and they're going to. T.D., quick question while we're thinking about this. If you're looking to get the word out, who's somebody you would go to for some kind of maybe marketing need that might be something we could get this word like what you're talking about here? 
you know, if I want to get the word out regarding anything to do with marketing, I'll tell you who I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to Bob Baldwin at Coastal Marketing. Again, if you think coastal and you think marketing, gentlemen, think coastal marketing. Bob's a class of 2011 grad. Um, you know, again, he's located down there in Surfside. Again, if you could think of anything for your business, your business, a family reunion, a get together, a part, it doesn't matter. If you think marketing and you think coastal, think coastal marketing. Hey, he's located down there uh, in Surfside. His number is 843-349-4848. And again, his website is www.coastalmarketinggraphics.com. Again, that number is 843-349-4848, postalmarketinggraphics.com. Bob, we appreciate your support as well as yours and Dan's and the other sponsors of the show. Well, so we're about to go around the belt, and I'm just going to go ahead and challenge you two to go ahead and cue me up for the next one because you know what the next spot is. So I'm, I'm waiting for y'all to get me ready because it's, it's my turn to be segued. Let's go around the belt, talk about how we did this week and what's coming up. Uh, TD, Joe, our picks last week, uh, TD and Joe, y'all both went 9-3. and three going around yeah. the belt let me guess chill you went like 10 and 2 didn't you? i went 10 and 2 i knew that's it right. I, that's why he was ready to get to it joe he was ready that's, to I'm get excited. to it i'm ready to uh -huh. market my success so and i might need to call bob baldwin yeah hey, you, get, you need to get some t-shirts made overall joe you are in the lead i, just, overall, I gotta still be winning though yeah joe's you're overall 31 and 8 i'm at 30 and 9 so i'm one game behind you joe td you're at 29 and 12 so so i'm kind about of I'm about to make a comeback this week. This, we're all kind of in the ballpark there, so we're okay. Uh, coming up this week, as we go around the belt, clearly the first game of the week is ours versus Georgia State, so I think we all are going to pick the shots on that one. Dub, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to go real quick, and then we'll go back and get picks like we always do. JMU travels to Utah State. Virginia Tech at Marshall. Okay. Western Kentucky at Troy. Georgia Southern at Ball State. Mm -hmm. Texas A&M Commerce. Travels to Old Dominion. Yeah, make sure you read that entire title. Yes, Texas A&M <laughs> Commerce. <laughs> Central Michigan travels to South Alabama. That one's going to be interesting, by the way. That's, that's a lot of directions in that game, Central and South. Nevada versus Texas State. Southern Miss, Arkansas State. App State at Wyoming. And then mm. finally, Buffalo at Ulala, the culture. All right, man. Let's start from the top. And ULM with a buy this week. They 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 they're three point underdog to buy. Three point underdog. So I'm going to pick buy in that one. Hey, I'm going to take the buy versus ULM. JMU at Utah State. Utah State will lose to JMU. Oh, yep, yep. I'm going to take I'm going to take the uh, Fighting Coach Richards. I'm going with Utah State because I just I just want to. You got to throw a contradictory JMU. game out there. That's my contradictory game, yeah. Hey, oh, your contradictory <laughs> game. The old contrarian himself, huh? That's right. I'm gaining. So, listen, something worked. Something mm -hmm. worked. Virginia Tech at Marshall. Virginia Tech will lose to Marshall. I'm taking Marshall. I'm taking Same Marshall. here. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Oh, <laughs> Western Lord, Kentucky Marshall. at Troy. <laughs> you know, this is going to be interesting. And I'll, let me tell you something. That's, this is not a straightforward. I wonder if there's going to be a little bit of a hangover from the loss with JMU. That was a hard-fought game. That was emotional. It was very mental. Um, I'm still going to take – it's at Troy, right? Yes. Yes. I'm going to take Troy, but in the words of Lee Corso, closer than the experts think. TD, I got you down for Troy. Yes. 
Western Kentucky will lose to Troy. Oh. See, the one I'm really kind of wanting to go back and take a look at is I'm got, I got Madison, Troy Utah also, State. by the way. I, 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 might, I might go back and revise and amend It's because of what I said, right? It's because that game. Well, you look Troy. at what James, James done the last two weeks. I mean, they won at Virginia, and then they won at Troy. I mean, those are two huge emotional wins. Now they got to go on the road all the way out west to take on Utah State. By the time Before we get done, I'm going to have a final call on this one here. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Did, did Joe just inadvertently call a TD timeout? No, I, no, I think I it was more that. like a pause for review. Uh, oh, I, I went. I went under. The, I went under the tent there for a second. There so, go. so he was cautiously optimistic, is what you're saying. That's it. Okay. Georgia Southern at Ball State. Ball State will lose to Georgia Southern. Yeah, I'm taking Southern in that man. All three of that's, us on Georgia. That's Southern. interesting though. They go to West. Con- I tell you what, man. Mark that down for us because we're at home versus Duquesne. Short week to Georgia State. We get the dub. We have an additional two days to recover. They just went to Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. So they flew out Friday, played Saturday, flew back Sunday. Now they've got to play. They got to. They got to go practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. They're gonna to fly to Ball State, play Ball State, fly back either late Saturday or Sunday, and then we play them Saturday. They went back to back. Midwest, Midwest. Yep. I, I, I'm interested to see what that effect has on them. Again, it may not have any effect at all, right? Different day, you know, time and day, but it just. That's going to be interesting to see us having two extra days to recover versus them going back to back Midwest flights. Texas A and M Commerce at Old Dominion. Commerce will lose to Old Dominion. Are you sure, Joe? Commerce will lose <laughs> to Old Dominion. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Old Dominion. This is what got me messed up last week. I thought that Stony Brook was going to beat Arkansas State, <laughs> which, by the way, I mean, I get it. But Commerce will lose to Old Dominion. Dominion. Commerce <laughs> Central will lose Michigan, to Old Dominion, which is a good freight company. Central Michigan travels to South Alabama. I have South Alabama. What's the spread on that? I don't know. I'm interested to see what the spread on that. Joe, go ahead. I'm gonna look at the spread real quick. Central man. Michigan will lose to South Alabama, who is my team of the week in the Sun Belt from last week by going out to poke country and beating the cowpokes soundly in their own backyard. Good. Great. Great. Yeah, great win that's for, right. Seven, great seven, win for South Al. South Al is a, um, see, I'm taking South Alabama on that. Okay. Nevada at Texas state. Now this is a fascinating one here. I'm, I'm going take te- Texas state. I'm going to go Texas state. I think Nevada will lose to Texas state. Oh, across the board again. Southern miss at Arkansas State. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with Eagles. Now, interesting in that, that Joe Arkansas, hasn't picked no, no, yet. I know that, but what's interesting is I know what Joe's looking at. Arkansas State found a quarterback. Arkansas State found a quarterback. You, that don't be shocked if Arkansas State, after their first couple games, who they looked awful. They hey that awful awful is being generous. Awful. They looked. Awful. They have they found their quarterback in the second half of that game last week, and Southern Miss will lose to Arkansas State. I knew, I knew I knew that's where he was going with this. The Southern Joe Miss Cashin is a, special. Hey, there. Southern Miss is that's only my a contradictory uh, game. Hey, Southern <laughs> Miss is only a a seven point favorite. App State travels to Wyoming. This is fascinating. App State people talk about playing at 3,333 feet. Well, Wyoming is 7,000 plus up there. 
Laramie. Mm-hmm. I'm picking War Wyoming. Memorial Stadium. That's where, old, hey, that's where old Walter Goff again was a uh, all-conference, I think, all-American up there as a running back. Walter Goff again up there. He's part of the program. Gosh, I don't know, guys. I'm going. I, I got I, everything. I, I got everything I, on my board pick, but I don't have I, this. One I pick. know who I'm going with. Who you got, TD? I'm going Wyoming. There we go. I, I, I think App State loses to Wyoming. Oh. I'm going Wyoming in this one. That's awesome. Because I mean, State, I'm hoping that happens too, but I think that's what's going to happen. Look, I look as much as I hate Crapalachian State is, but <laughs> you know, you know, if there's two schools, that I, 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 you know, again, I've said all the time. I hope Jamie Chadwell will. I mean this. But I hope Liberty goes 0 and 12. Yeah, Crapalachian State. They're 3 and 0. So that's yeah, well, 3 and 9. Yeah, they, they, they ain't played nobody. But, anyways, um, they ain't played nobody. But Wyoming, again, Wyoming played. Um, God, my mind just escapes me. They played. Who was in the SEC last week that they played? My mind, y'all, help me out here. God bless it. My mind just went blank. Who did Wyoming play last? I mean, yeah, who did Wyoming Somebody play? Somebody in the SEC, from what they I did heard. Play. They did. They played. Um, Where'd you hear on. that, Jeff? Oh, hush. I, I just heard they played somebody in the SEC. I don't know. No, Let's no, move no, on. Me. It My was Texas. Me right it was now. Texas. It's, I'm thinking SEC because that's where they're going. But it was a 31-10 game. But Texas didn't pour it on to the fourth quarter of that game. It was about a 17-10 game through the third quarter. So, I'm going Wyoming. App State's All been right. on the road at. North Carolina, they had East Carolina, they've had a couple emotional games. I wonder if there's a little bit of a letdown with going to Laramie. I'm taking Wyoming. Letdown in Laramie. You heard it here first, Joe. Uh, the letdown in uh, like Laramie. TD is writing my headlines for my articles already. Uh, last one, in Buffalo at the culture. Buffalo who? Buffalo is going to lose to la, yeah. la, la. I mean – I was listening to Buffalo and Liberty last week. You know, I was listening to my my good friend Alan York on doing the Liberty game. That's where Liberty was. They went up to Buffalo and they just curb stomped Buffalo in their own backyard. Buffalo's not any good. They got to lose. No, they're game. terrible, man. Louisiana's almost Louisiana's a nine and a half point favorite uh, for you betting folks. Uh, so I'm taking I'm taking the uh, the gumbo over the uh, over the wings gumbo over wings gumbo over wings so so far joe in the last maybe two or three minutes we've had what was it let down in laramie, laramie. And now <laughs> the gumbo, gumbo over, over wings. the wings hey, i got hey, hey i gotta give a shout out real quick to my brother and my sister-in-law she's from louisiana actually she is from outside of lafayette louisiana and rain rain is to lafayette as aner is to conway okay that's that's the best analogy i can give you you know, Upper Conway, Low Rainer. So there you go. Um, I, 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 that's yeah, that's good stuff. There. I tell you what, I'm in the lead in this thing. I feel like I'm carrying you guys on my back, and sometimes that makes my back sore a little bit. It hurts me. I kind of get got to work out some kinks there. Chili, when I'm carrying you two guys, if I'm winning this, you know, winning to pick them this year, and I'm carrying you guys, and my back hurts. What do I do about that, Joe? I think your attitude needs an adjustment. So maybe we can call David Turner. CCU class of 1997 of Impact Chiropractic. He's been practicing in Conway for 20 years. Dr. Turner believes in a proactive wellness-based approach to achieving optimal health and function for the entire family. At Impact Chiropractic, we work hard to grow healthy kids rather than fix damaged adults. You can go find them at 210 Singleton Ridge Road in Conway on the web, www.impactchiro.com, or you can give them a call, Joe, for your bad back. 
347-9103. How dare you throw that at me, Joe? <laughs> that was pretty good, man. That was pretty good. I'm trying um, to get my seg- I'm trying to get my segues in That was a good segue. My, my offensive line. I want to our offensive line, I want to improve the segues as we go through the season. So looking at the Twitter poll results, we had five different polls that come out. I kind of got trigger happy, I'll be honest with you, on the Twitter polls. Are you talking about um, polls? I'm talking about polls. What's about polls? Talking about polls. Talking about polls. The current one out now, TD, since you're talking about polls, is a nickname for the Icy Whites because you alluded to this earlier. ESPN and now Coastal Equipment is using our term we made up on September 9th. I looked it up two years ago of Icy Whites. It has caught on Joe like wildfire. We're not talking about podcasts. We're talking about polls. That's right. So the current poll is we're looking for a nickname for the Icy Whites. We're going to just really belabor that whole thing. Um, (laughs) I've got Humidity Snowmen, White Noise, or the Shant Avalanche. That poll is still active. You can still vote for that one. The completed polls, we had some people that messaged or tweeted at us throughout the week about strength of conferences. So I kind of put another conference one together. Which conference would you like to see Coastal be a part of? The Sunbelt East break off and form its own conference. The AAC reclaim the Pac-12 or another conference if you had a suggestion. The overall winner was the AAC, but a very close second was Sunbelt Conference East break off and become its own conference. Uh, Joe, I think you'll like this, so maybe you can use this one in the booth tomorrow night. We were looking for some nicknames we could use to describe Coach Niver's defense when something good happens. So we had three choices on that one. Joe, I think we could use all three of them. Uh, option one, hit them in the briskets. <laughs> the, uh, defensive back, or maybe somebody gets hit really hard, they got smoked. And then the third option was on a quarterback sack, Joe, the quarterback just got grilled. I think Niver would be happy with all three of those. The you winner so far is briskets and uh, quarterback getting smoked are both tied at 44%. Okay. Shant Nation was asked, how do you feel after the win over Duquesne? The old I'm sorry, Duquesne. CD, that's Duquesne. I'm sorry I messed up again. The old Duquesne. So uh, people said yes with an exclamation mark. 40% of Shant Nation said yes that way. Coming in second, they're feeling a lot better where we are at this point in the season at 38%. 11% want to see some more. And then 11% also said, meh, it's just Duquesne. Last poll I had was, how do you feel going into Thursday? Your options were most improved, are we for real, cautiously optimistic, or just plain nervous? Overwhelmingly, people are getting more and more impressed with our improvements. So 57% Joe and TD are saying that they're really happy with what the progress looks like so far. They're not asking many questions, but they like where we're going. And Joe, I think what you said about the offensive line while ago really speaks to that, how we're showing that improvement you know, game by game right now. Yeah, I mean, that's what you want to do. I mean, you've got a brand-new coaching staff, new head coach, you know, 50-plus new players on the roster, and, and a, you know, a, cha- a challenging early schedule. I mean, opening at UCLA, playing, you know, a, a good you know, Jacksonville State team. I mean, not, I'm not talking about a college football playoff Jacksonville State team, but one that offered a challenge. And then, you know, we start some about conference play with a team that's red hot right now in Georgia State. So, yeah, you want to see improvement out of a team that's, you know, basically kind of starting over, you know, a program that's you now had a winning culture for 20 years, 
new new coach, new faces. You want to see improvement week to week, and I think we're seeing that. And so before we get to trivia, TD, decision 2024 is coming. Republican, Democrat, undecided. If you're still on the fence, Joe, TD, I have a candidate you should consider. When you hit the voter booth, think about Sean Elliott. Are you tired of the country spending too much time on resources and on defense? Sean Elliott barely pays attention to it. Is the border too tight? Well, everyone gets in at Georgia State. Are you tired of Big Brother keeping the little guy down? Sean Elliott was totally okay with Rhode Island playing the Panthers close this season. In the Sean Elliott White House, everyone is welcome to come in and be victorious. Is urban development important to you, Joe? Well, Sean Elliott and the Panthers totally changed a great baseball stadium into a god-awful football stadium and gave the opposing media a great seat right behind home plate. That's right, Sean Elliott has a track record of giving, and now he wants to give you four years of a presidency that is less into defense, more urban development. He'll root for the little guy. He'll let you in his house. Sean Elliott for president. He'll pounce on the competition. This is not a paid endorsement from the strut. Um, I gotta I be honest. I hope he, for my sake, I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> he might find, he might get a laugh out of that. I hope he would. You know. Hey, by the way, you know what? I know, I know the perfect endorsement for Sean Elliott. Though, all seriousness, all jokes aside, I have never seen a coach wear out a headset like that man can wear out a headset mm -hmm. during a four quarter American college tackle football game. I mean. I, watching the three games I watched just from this year, watching the games in the past, he doesn't even pull the headset off by like the like the the ear couple. He pulls it off by the mic. And dude, I'm telling you, I've seen him absolutely just wear out a headset in a game. He needs to get a spot. He needs to get an NIL deal on like from Sony or somebody for as many times as they go through a headset. But <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I'm telling you, man, Strutties, Till Nation. If you get a chance, go to, go to ESPN Plus. Dial up the game he's been in. Go to YouTube. The, the man can wear out a headset. Now, if you want to vote for him, I'll tell you Ride what. Write him in. Write him, 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 him in. Elliot for fill in the blank. City council, county council, president, fan club. You know, it don't matter. But um, he is one intense guy. He is. Look, he will bring the, the lights come on, and they're out there between those lines. He is. That's an right, intense man. Guy. That is it, uh, Joe. I think TD's just trying to kill time before we ask him this trivia. Question. I think he. I think he's trying to to delay uh, the inevitable. Uh, I'll so delay. TD, here is your trivia question. Is TD Joe's or are Joe's shoes tied or something? Right. That, is that, <laughs> that, yeah. I don't think Joe's wearing <laughs> shoes. TD, your tri your trivia question this week, excuse me, is. Who was the Sunbelt Conference Coach of the Year last year? Sunbelt Conference Coach of the Year last year was the old is Summerall Troy. Joe? Yeah, that's, I don't know. TD is now one and three on the year. Yeah, no question, Summerall. Joe, your trivia question is, which member of the strut missed their first three trivia questions on the 2023 <laughs> season? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta keep you gotta quit you know and th th this is like this is like worse than you know daily double on jeopardy these, these hard questions you, you got here what's going man, on i tell you what man it's uh you know they give you points for just putting your name on the sat right 
So, <laughs> that's what Joe, where could I earn some points if I'm looking to get like a nice meal before we head Ooh. to Rook Stadium? Yeah, man. Really, let me let me tell you where you need to go for a nice meal before you head to Brook Stadium. That is Hanley's Pub, CCU Class of 2002, the official the official now the official pub of the Strud Podcast, located in Carolina Forest. We will CCU. At your local pub, Hanley's in Carolina Forest, 3873 Renee Drive, Myrtle Beach. Phone 843-903-4904. That's 843-903-4904. My daughter Sarah works there on the weekends. Go in there and tell her that her dad says she's annoying and that she's going to pay for your meal. Actually, she's not going to pay for the meal, but she'll do you right and give you good service. Go to Hanley's. That is the CCU pub, the official pub of the Strut Podcast, again, located in Carolina Forest. We'll CCU there before the game. Joe, is it safe to say that the Hanley's is also the official pub of the Cash and Household? Well, I mean, they're putting their name to a, a paycheck. My, <laughs> my daughter's <laughs> working there. So, I mean, you know, it's, it, it, it's good. And good food, good times. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, you know, it's a good place to go. Not far from campus, you know. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, like we say, it is the official pub of the Strut Podcast. TD, hey, maybe yeah. one day they'll have like, you know, if you want to go in and get the TD combo. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. I'm still paying off my, uh, <clears throat> tab from college. So, uh, I sent Andrew $20 a week. So fair um, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Joe, tell us about the broadcast information for tomorrow night's kickoff, Georgia state at coastal. All right. Obviously it's going to be on ESPN, but if, uh, you, you want to turn the TV down and turn us up on the shot of clear sports radio network, six o'clock air time from, uh, Fan Fest in Teal Town. Joe Katz, Chris Bergen will lead you off. They'll have the tailgate show from out there. And then uh, Lane and I will come in a little bit before kickoff, and we'll get that thing rolling to kickoff at uh, about 7.35 or so. But uh, Hot Talk 99.5 will have a WRNN uh, worldwide. You can stream it through them. But uh, 5.30, I'm, I'm sorry, 6, I'm thinking 7 o'clock. 6 o'clock airtime for the 7.30 start. John Clear Sports Radio Network, and um, boy, I'd love to love to have you tune us in for Coastal in Georgia State. TD, I want to buy a strut hat or a ladies' fitness tee. Ooh, ooh, hey, we now have Venmo. It's on, it's on, it's on, yes, oh, it's on ESPN. Damn, game's on ESPN. I got that. Oh, oh wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 oh, oh, all right, man. It, it's been a minute. All right, anyways, we have Venmo now, gentlemen. We have black and Heather Gray strut hats. We have a ladies' fitness tee. Joe's wife wore one to the gym. My wife wore one to the gym. Uh, Chili's got our hat on right now. So if you're watching YouTube. But, um, hey, also, dude, check this out. Check us out with regards to our Venmo on all social media handles where we've put the pictures up. Also, too, hey, um, the blogs, who's on them blogs? I'll tell you who's on them blogs. Chili and Info Joe are on those blogs, and they have now put two posts in the last week or so out there. They got a lot of hits, got a lot of reads. Wait a minute, Chili. Well, Chili. well one of us two have. Well, Chili. So, okay, I, I, Chili I failed in my objective. Uh, okay. I did a put two, um, blog put two out there. post game Sunday evening, and I put a blog. I put the link to the Sunday Strut. I'm doing that now. I'm putting a link, Joe and TD, to the uh, Sunday Strut via the blog site. We do have some consistent followers. So I want to get that out to them just to, you know, just to give them a chance to find the show. Hey, thank you for the folks that are on the blog. Thank you for the folks that follow the handles again. It's uh at the strut podcast, whether you're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, look, if you get any merch from us, take a picture with it, you know, a uh, hat tank. We've got stickers coming. Like we talked about, we're being very tactful with it. We want to make it useful for you tomorrow night. Look, 
Games at 7.30. It's on ESPN. Joe's got the call. Tilly's got the coverage. I'm selling merch. I'm going to be in the stands. Teal cheeks and teal seats. Hey, it's a whiteout. There's literally no excuse. Call in sick. Call in ahead. Do what you got to do. Get that pre-order in at Waffle House, the all-star breakfast, right? Then go over to Hanley's for for lunch. And, look, just Brian Quigley will be there. I'm sure he'll be at Hanley's tomorrow afternoon getting a cold beverage to refresh himself. And, uh, and uh, you know what, gentlemen? I- I'm excited. The belt conference play opens up. It's a big-time game. ESPN looks forward to this game. Matt Berry talks about that, man. This has become – if you think about it, this is now like the fourth year in a row that this game has been – Third or fourth in a row. This is a Thursday night game. ESPN coverage, prime time, and prime they don't time. put us out. Hey, oh god. Anyways, um, I don't mean that anyway. I just, dude, it, it's, it's. I've heard about the Colorado Colorado State game at, at nauseum this week. I'm good to go. Right, we're talking about Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. Look, big time game for us. It's a pivot game. Winner sets up. It kind of reminds you of Joe. Chili kind of reminds you of what they used to talk about the old SEC East. <laughs> man, hey, yeah, it reminds you of the old SEC. It sets you up, man. Like That's no joke, SEC. it really does. And then, and, and hey, you mentioned Quigs. Quigs is feeling pretty good. His Giants got off the deck. I thought the Giants. They, I said, Giant, your Giants stink, and they got off the deck the other day. So Quigs will be out there. He's feeling pretty good. We're all feeling pretty good. Let's he'll have shots. the uh, he'll <laughs> have the beer bat rolling in the parking lot early. And I would love to see you, Quigs, wearing something from the Strut store. So, Strut Nation, you're up for oh, this season. You're not done yet? I got a hat. I got a hat for him. No, I got a hat for him. He, he and I were texting today. I got a hat okay. for him. He's going to get it tomorrow. Perfect. Perry Parks. Perry Parks. Perry Parks. We got to get Perry Parks a hat. Get, get a hat me tomorrow. Stop me walk and said he, he needs to get him one of these Strut hats. I got a great picture of him and Paxton. They both – Paxton got a uh, a temporary – of course, temporary. But a Shauna Clear tattoo on his arm, like his little forearm. Perry's got a Shauna Clear on his forearm. I got a great picture of them – Showing each other their Shauna Clear, their Chauncey tattoos on her arm. Paxson thought that was awesome. He tried to rub it off. <laughs> One last word before we do our shots up. Strut Nation gear for the season at the Strut Store. The Strut Store, you can find koozies, mugs, shirts, tailgating equipment, supplies, all that kind of stuff. So much more. The Strut Store will allow you to customize any bit of merchandise with the Strut logo. You can add to it, take away from it, whatever you want to do. Just visit www.zazzle.com slash store slash the Strut Store and shop away. There are daily and weekly discounts that you will be alerted to via text message or email by just following the Strut Store. It's an easy way to support Coastal Carolina's source for Shawnee Clear Athletics and TD Trivia Excellence. That's www.zazzle.com slash store slash the Strut Store to support the Strut. While there, again, follow us. It is your source for strut merchandise. Visit the strut store today, TD. I got to say something funny, y'all. Shout out to Brandon Hinch and his wife, uh, Ash Hinch. Uh, Ash reposted something from my Ori County News about Granger being a Conway high grad, playing at home for the last time. She said, I'll be cheering for Coastal, but I also hope he has a good game. Brandon her husband goes, you can go ahead and sit on the visitor side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, look. That, she sits the there. Where does he sleep? That's yeah, the question. That's... Poll question. Poll question. Poll question. If Ash sits on the Georgia State side, where in Coastal, where does Brandon sleep tonight? So, or tomorrow night. That's too funny. Hey, thank you all for listening to the strut this evening. Look, shots up. Shots up. Beat Georgia shots State. Up. 
practice. practice. We're, not talking about, we're not talking about a game. We're not talking we, about a game. We, we, we're not talking about the game. We're talking practice, about man. practice. Practice. We're not talking about podcasts. We're talking about polls. We're talking oh, about polls. Practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking practice. Po- hey, who's on them blogs? Who's on them blogs? Put your name on it. Practice. Talking hmm. about practice. Bingo. TD bingo. Hey, TD. That's what we're bingo. talking about. 